Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Day to Day with Ben Lewis. I am your host, Ben Lewis. This is episode number 15, and yes, we're back and better than ever. You've lost sleep at night, wondering when is he going to make another podcast? When is it going to happen? Well, the answer, folks, is right now. Get ready, buckle up, because this is about to be a long, wild ride full of entertainment, thrills, excitement, everything you ever dream about, and everything you've come to know and love about Day to Day with Ben Lewis. We got a special guest coming on. We're going to answer a variety of questions, cover a lot of topics, and a smorgasbord of new segments. Well, folks, thanks for coming back. I appreciate it. It's been far too long, and that is my fault, and I apologize. However, we're back and we're better than ever. This is episode number 15. It is the 4th of July, 2021. Happy 4th and happy birthday to the greatest country that ever faced this planet. Now, we got a lot to cover. We're back in a big way. I just want to say, if you've stuck with me this long, you are a loyal fan. You are somebody that I consider very close and dear to me. And I want to know, have you been here since the beginning? Because today marks the three-year anniversary of Day-to-Day with Ben Lewis. I am proud to say we've lasted this long with a few hiccups in between. Nonetheless, we're still here and we're standing strong. Now, three years, three years ago, what did we discuss? We discussed the event, possibly the biggest sporting event in the country that takes place every year. And I'm not talking about the Super Bowl. I'm talking about the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Of course, we all know who the reigning champion is, Mr. Joey Jaws Chestnut. This guy is an animal. If you watch the contest today, you know, you saw it. He shattered his own record. He has now has more professional championships than any other athlete to ever play a sport. 14, I believe he's just ahead of Rafael Nadal in tennis, who has 13. He shattered his record today, 76 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes. How does this guy do it? How does he do it? I don't know. You know, the fact of the matter is I tried to, I attempted to eat hot dogs very fast. I got full after like six of them. I mean, in 10 minutes, he got 76. I mean, come on. This is something that is a feat that it it can never even be rivaled. I believe the second best uh, was 50 something, which listen, impressive, insanely impressive. But when it comes down to it, you're not beating Joey Chestnut. If you listen to the interviews before the match, these guys are actually saying, you never see this in another sport. These guys are admitting defeat before the the match takes place. Uh, it is something that I've never seen. I've never heard of saying just flat out, you know, we're not going to even come close to Chestnut, but we're going to do the best we can. And I mean, come on, why are you even competing if you're not going for the gold? I don't get it. I, whatever floats your boat. But Joey Chestnut, I just want to give him his praise as the greatest athlete that has ever lived, ever. And that's just the bottom line. All right. So let's get into a few things we're going to discuss. I Listen, I got a lot going on, a lot. Just to give you guys a life update, I've moved up to North Carolina, Asheville to be exact. I'm in beer country here. It is the craft beer capital of the world. And I, as my main job until this podcast gets as big as it should be, I am working in beer and wine sales. I'm in the right place to do it. Everything's going smooth so far. I'm not putting in 85 hours a week anymore at the restaurant. God bless America. We're doing well for ourselves. 
All right. Here's the deal. The happy birthday song. We're all familiar with it. We all know every year you have a birthday. And look, it's a great day. It's a great day. I get it. But the happy birthday song, I just want to ask this question. When it's your birthday and the song is being sung to you, is there any more awkward 30 seconds, a minute, however long it takes to sing, when you're just sitting there and everybody is singing this song to you? Unnecessarily. You know, if, if I had a birthday where everybody didn't sing me this song, I wouldn't cry about it. I wouldn't be upset. I wouldn't think it's the end of the world. I wouldn't get angry at my family for not doing it or the waiter at the Outback, whatever it is. Listen, what are you doing while it's being sung to you? Are you singing along? No, right? But I think a lot of people do this. Why would you be singing happy birthday to you, to yourself? It doesn't make any sense. So I just posed that question and I want an answer. Uh, do you sit there in silence and just kind of stare at everybody as they're singing it to you? Or are you absorbing this and you're taking it in and you're saying, I'm going to sing along, you know, like it's a chorus, like it's gorgeous. The best, the highlight of your birthday, the highlight of your year. Personally, I think it's ridiculous. And the worst, the worst is when the waiters are singing it to you. You know, I know a lot of people that the birthday favorites, they like to go to the Outback. They like to go to Carrabba's, Chili's, free chips and salsa. You, you go to all these places, all of which are very low grade, by the way. And if that's your birthday choice, I, I, I feel bad for you. Uh, grow some taste buds. But listen. Why is the waiter, waitress, whatever you want to call it, or server, which is gender neutral, well, why are they singing it to you? I, they don't know you. You know, They wouldn't know it's your birthday un unless you told them. Uh, it's ridiculous. I don't understand why managers and owners of restaurants have uh, waiters and waitresses do this. Honestly, I find it repulsive. It, it shouldn't be happening. Leave it up to the family. You don't know these people. You don't need to get in their business. You don't need to make an announcement to the entire restaurant that it's your birthday. All right. They're going to see the piece of cheesecake come out that's been in the freezer for the past six months at the Outback with a candle stuck into it uh, with the lighter from the guy that's been chain smoking cigarettes in the back of the restaurant all night. All right. We don't need it. We don't need it. Let's try to end that. All right. I get it. But listen, if you're into it, ask him to do it. It should be an optional thing. It doesn't need to be forced upon you. Now, I did move to Asheville. Um, I'm living in a condomi some condominiums here. And I'll tell you, when you're in a condo, you have a lot of neighbors. You have people to the side of you. You have people above you, sometimes below you. In my case, I have one person beside me and I have one person above me. However, you know, there's people across from me. There's people in the buildings next door. I got neighbors all over the place. There's nothing worse than a nosy neighbor is what I'm getting at here. And nosy neighbors, I don't understand it. Why is it something in American society? And I don't know, maybe it's the world, but why do people feel the need to get in your business? You know, I walk outside at 7.30 in the morning and I'm going to my car and I see my neighbor walking his dog. He yells out, going to work? <laughs> Who the fuck asked you? to ask me what I'm doing. First of all, what do you think I'm doing, asshole? All right? It's 7.30 in the morning. I'm wearing my work, you know, work clothes, all right? I'm getting in my car. I look miserable. Haven't had my cup of coffee. 
Why are you asking if I'm going to work? You're going to rob my house later? I don't know. I don't understand. It makes zero sense to me. But they feel compelled. You going to work? No. I got dressed up at 7 a.m. on a Monday so I can go drag racing around the city. All right. This is so ridiculous. Just end this. But let me tell you something else that's happened. So my balcony, I've got a glorious balcony it's got a wonderful mountain view i sit out there you know after work i have a nice beer because i finally live in a place where i can actually sit outside it's not florida where it's miserable 100 degrees 300 days out of the year humidity mosquitoes i could go on and on all right but let's just i've, I've done my rants on florida in the past here's the deal I'm sitting out on my balcony. I have somebody above me, my neighbor above me. She's wonderful. She's very nice. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and say she's not a nice person. And I'm trying to keep my voice down because I'm currently in the condo. She may be have wandering ears, if you know what I'm saying. However, with that being said, I'm sitting out on my balcony. I'm enjoying a beer. I had a long day at work. A long day. We all know how that feels. You don't want to be bothered. You don't want to be infringed upon. And I'm sitting out there. And I hear, hey, Ben. And I'm, I mean, it sounds like it's God talking to me. It's coming from above me. Uh -huh. First off, why do they know I'm out there? Why? They were listening. They heard my screen door open. They heard me go out there. They heard me sit down. They know it's five, six o'clock. They know I just got home from work because, again, they're nosy neighbors. But no, they can, I, I have to respond. I feel obligated because they know I'm out there. And what happens? I get into a full-blown conversation where now I'm hanging over my balcony, looking up. So I, first of all, I couldn't move my neck for two days after this conversation. But I'm looking up. She's looking down. Then the husband comes out. They're asking how my day was, this and that. There was zero, zero purpose for this conversation. But it felt to them that it had to be done. I had to be bothered. Why? Why? Can we normalize not talking to your neighbors? Just please. I, I, it's all I ask is for peace. If I have something in particular, something important that I need to discuss, I will come to you. You can come to me in that situation. But if it's just a, hey, how's it going? It's the same as always, honey. All right? We don't need to dive in any deeper than the surface unless absolutely necessary. You're not my friend. You're not my relative. And look, I know I probably sound hostile, but it really ticks me off. And we talk about things that tick you off on this podcast, and that's something that really does. So listen, let me know if you agree. I just got to know, I, I, am I just an antisocial individual, a horrible human being, or is there some validity to what I'm saying? I'd appreciate the feedback, folks, and you know where to get to me. I'm on Instagram, at D, the number T, number two, excuse me, at D, the number two D, Ben Lewis, B-E-N-L-E-W-I-S, not L-O-U-I-S. Nobody spells it that way, folks. We've covered this. Now, we all know I've died down on the tradition of Wedge Wednesday. The Wedge Wednesday is really what made this podcast go global. And I've really had to take it a step back in all aspects of this show. And it's a horrible thing. I, I really feel bad about it. I've had countless nights of no sleep, uh, tossing and turning, thinking about this awful possibility that I may never return to the mic. But here I am. And get with it. Spread the good word. Let your friends, your relatives, your siblings, I, I don't know, whatever you got to do, just let everybody know. Let the world know. Eh, as if they don't already. Everybody knows about day-to-day -day with Ben Lewis. But all right. 
Wedge Wednesday is coming back. It's coming back in a big way. I want everybody sending in their wedges. We all know. Don't send in the garnishes. If you don't know the difference, go back in the episodes or Google it. All right? It's not that difficult. I want the wedges. I want good ones. I want bad ones. We're going to rate them. We're going to let people know because I've been getting some awful wedges. Awful. I think the pandemic, look, people lost a lot of money. They're cutting back more than ever before. It's no excuse to, to, to sell me or give me some mutant sliver slice of a lemon on my water. All right? I don't need it. I don't want it. I'll throw it in the bartender's face if it's given to me. But send them in, folks. I've got some from all over the country. God, I, I still get some sent in. It's wonderful. The fans are more loyal than I am to the show. And it's incredible. All over the world. I got some from Germany, Israel. Uh, I want to say Paris. I got one. We just, we got to make this happen. It's coming back in a big way. Tell everybody to follow the Instagram. All right? Let's move on here. Now. I got a question of the day. We did the question of the day. We do the question of the day. Here's the deal. I moved up to North Carolina. There's a lot of Southern, uh, you know, I'm in the deep South here. Now, geographically, Florida is, I believe, yeah, the southernmost state uh, in the United States, that or Texas. I'm not sure. But it's not the South in Florida. North Carolina is the deep South. Uh, We're talking a Confederate state here. Now, I've noticed a lot of different sayings, a lot of terminology, but the one that's caught my ear the most is the shopping cart at a supermarket or wherever you're shopping, you know, a Target, a Walmart, whatever you do, you're grabbing your cart. I've always called it a cart. Everybody here calls it a buggy. And sometimes I'll say cart and they don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. So I want to know, I'm going to post this as a question on the page. I need to hear it. Is it a cart or is it a buggy and where are you from? Because first of all, I've never even heard the term buggy. That doesn't make any sense. At least a cart, you know, it's a cart. That's what it is. Uh, But buggy, I don't know. It's a buggy here. So I just want to throw that out there. I want to know really kind of irks me when I hear that word. But I got to tell you, I've been trying to fit in around here. So I use the term buggy as much as I can. Every time I remember, sometimes I'll catch myself and... I got to blend in because they don't like Floridians in these parts as they don't anywhere else in the country. Uh, They call them Floridians and I cannot be labeled a Floridian. I'm yet to get my license plate switched out. And I get, I I encounter road rage all the time. People hate me on the road. They flip me off. uh, They speed by me. They they act like they're going to run me off the road. It's very aggressive. And it's all because I'm from Florida. I know it because I'm a wonderful driver. So there would be no other reason. Now, Since I've gotten up here, I don't have any friends. I don't know anybody in the entire state moved up here for work. And I like it that way. Don't get me wrong. But I've taken a lot of time for self-health. And this is something that is crucial and something I've never had time to do before. I've started going to the gym. I got a membership at the YMCA, which I realized stands for Young Men's Club of America. When is that going to get canceled? You're singling out a gender in the name of a gym? Sounds pretty wrong to me. I mean, listen, listen. I support it. I, I'm, I'm all against that. But I'm shocked that the public and the liberal media has not canceled the YMCA yet. It will probably happen soon. I hope I at least get my money back for my membership when it happens. However, moving on, I do go to the gym now. I lift weights. That's really all I do because I'll go on runs occasionally here. I live on a mountain, so I get some good exercise doing that. But I mainly lift weights. I go in there for 20 to 30 minutes a day. That's all it takes, folks. I'm no bodybuilder, 
but I know this. 20 to 30 minutes is all you need in a gym to stay fit, to stay healthy. So I've noticed a lot of different types of individuals that go to the gym. And I see people like, there's the guys or the girls that sleep there, the bodybuilders. You know, they can never get out of the gym. They feel important walking around. They feel like it's the place they belong because they walk around in their tight tank tops or yoga pants, whatever. And they just, you know, look, they got muscle. I get it. I get it. They're fit. They're ripped, shredded. I get it. But there's no reason. There is no reason to be there for longer than 30 minutes. And why are you there? It's because you got nothing better to do. You have no life. And this is how people like me and the average person sees you. So do yourself a favor. Get out of the goddamn gym. Why are you spending two hours at the gym? It makes zero sense. Zero. They're chugging protein shakes in the corner. Do that in your car before you come in. All right, they're talking to the people at the front desk. What do you have to say to the person at the front desk at the gym? What do you have to say? The answer is nothing. You are sitting there because you feel important. You feel like you are a guy that has been successful at the gym and you're trying to show off. It is such a loser mentality that you have. Stop being like that. And don't even get me started on the people that post their workouts on social media, it is the last thing I wanna see when I come home from work and I'm scrolling through social media. I don't wanna see you doing a bench press, okay? I don't. I also see people that don't know how to dress for the gym. I see people in jeans at the gym. I see people wearing a jacket at the gym in the middle of July. I don't understand, folks, I don't understand. Have you never been before? Were you expecting it to be a gene-friendly atmosphere? Please expand. Let me know. If you're a listener and you're just getting infuriated at my podcast right now because I'm going off on something you do, please respond to me. I am all ears. If there is a reason for this, I'm all ears. I am fully prepared to come on the show and admit I was wrong if you can give me one good reason that you are wearing je uh, jeans, a jacket, flip-flops, anything of the sort to the gym that doesn't belong. You would think that this would be common sense, but what I learn more and more is that there's no such thing as common sense with the average American. We are dumbing down as a society more than ever before, and you see it in everyday places, such as the gym such as a restaurant, whatever it may be, you see that people don't firmly grasp everyday norms. And it's a horrible situation, but I guess all we can do is sit back and laugh. Something that I struggle with as I just get so angry that I wanna choke them out. But let's move on. Then you have the girls. Listen, there's always good looking chicks at the gym, hot chicks, smoking hot chicks at the gym. What I notice, is I almost never see them doing anything. I see them walking around, flaunting their nice ass. They just, they want people to look at them. These are attention whores. That is all it is. I see these girls all the time. They'll pick, you know, they'll get on the treadmill for five minutes. They'll get on the, or they'll do some stretches in the corner. But at the end of the day, they're there for an hour and they do about five minutes of real actual exercise. What is the point? They want attention. They want people to look at their body. They want people to say, boy, 
I wish I could look like that, or I wish I could get that chick. It's not working, honey. All right? I get it. I get it. You just want the attention. And it's fine. It's fine. You're paying $30, $20 a month just so people can look at you and tell you you're hot or you can feel good about yourself, even though it's not the gym that's done it for you. It's just genetics. And look, that's what majority of these girls are. I've always thought, you know, you take after your parents. I think there's science behind that. You can work out all you want, but at the end of the day, you're not going to look as good as the girl that's got perfect genetics. Same with guys. I mean, listen, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? But these are just types of people that I see at the gym. Uh, of course, you have the grunters. I think that's been covered uh, on multiple comedy specials. The people that grunt at the gym. Why are you doing it? It is so annoying. Thank God I wear headphones. And if you don't wear headphones to the gym, this is another person I friggin' hate. Why are you not wearing headphones at the gym? You want to listen to other people grunt? You want to you have people bother you while you're working out? I had a guy, and it's not foolproof. It's not foolproof. I had a guy the other day ask me. He comes up. He, I have my AirPods in. I can't hear anything. I'm blasting Eminem at the top, of his, uh, at the, at top volume to get hyped up for the dumbbells I'm about to lift. The tricep uh, curls, whatever you want to call it. I'm doing some heavy-duty shit. Now, what I want to cover is this. The guy comes up to me, taps me on the shoulder. I pull out, you know, I got to stop my workout. I pull out my ear pod. And the guy says to me, do you know if there's cups for the water fountain? I look at him like that for about five to 10 seconds. I said, nah, man, I don't work here. He says, okay, thank you. Why did he ask me that? Why didn't he go to the front desk? If there weren't cups next to the water fountain, they're probably not there, buddy. But this is something that actually happened. You cannot make this up. And this is something that takes place on an everyday basis. It may seem small to you, but to me, I went home enraged, had to drink myself to sleep over that encounter. But look, I go to the gym. I will say there's a positive. I feel better. I look better. I mean, God, I'm one of those people that just, I go to the gym for like three days and I'm in better shape. Like I look a million times better. You know, they say it takes like three months. Like I've been going for like a month now. I feel like the rock. I mean, seriously, I bump into a wall with my arm. I, I'm surprised the, the wall doesn't break. I mean, it's, it's really impressive, but I will say this, the gym overall, it is worth it. However, if you have a home gym, that is the better way to go. Private gyms are the way because you don't deal with the public like everything I've covered. And I feel like I'm going on and on here. So we're just going to drop this whole gym subject. Now, overall, I have become more active since leaving Florida. Like I mentioned, I go on runs, I go outside, but I do other things. Like I go on hikes, I walk around lakes, I, I go tubing. I mean, there's all this stuff that I can do outdoors that I didn't before. And you know, I used to think I was lazy, but it's not the case. In Florida, you physically cannot do it. The heat drains you so much, the humidity, that you physically cannot get out of your house, off your couch, and go out and do something. You're attacked by mosquitoes. You're sweating just on the walk to your car. It is bad. It is really bad. And I'm sitting here. Now, it is July 4th. This morning, I woke up. It was 58 degrees and sunny. I mean, how gorgeous. And then you say, 
you know, the classic Floridian excuse is, oh, well, I hate the snow. I can't do the snow. I was here for this winter. I was here. It rained, excuse me, it snowed probably accumulatively a week out of the year. The rest of the days, listen, it was, it was in the 30s, 40s, midday, it's in the 50s. It's gorgeous. North Carolina is perfect. You know, there is a happy medium. You're not going to Antarctica if you leave Florida, folks. And I don't think anybody understands that. And I just... Listen, I understand the majority of my listeners live in Florida, and I don't want to attack you people. I mean, listen, I do think you're a moron for living in Florida, but I don't want to degrade the average Floridian. Some of you are good people. I lived there. I was considered a Floridian, and I got out. I escaped. My advice to you, explore the world, get out, do something different. You will not regret it. Don't listen to your neighbor that says, oh, the snow is so bad, you won't survive. It's not true. 49 out of the 50 states, 48 out of the 50 states, it snows. And these people are not committing suicide every winter. All right, let's move on here. I want to talk about the barbers here in Asheville, North Carolina. Now, if you don't know about Asheville, let me just lay this out for you. Asheville is a very diverse, very liberal, very rainbowy town, okay? Does that make sense? I don't want to offend anybody, any of the listeners. But listen, here's the deal. I go to get a haircut. I've done this a few times. Now, I've always been a guy. I've never really had a steady barber. I always go in to the barber and I say the same thing. Let me get just a, guy, a standard guy's haircut. Every time I say the same thing, I don't know like if it's a two on the sides or a three on the top or a three and a half in the middle. I don't know. I don't know. All right. I don't know if it's square in the back. I don't see it. I don't know. It's in the back of my head. I don't care. All right. But here's the deal. I go in here. I've gotten three haircuts since I've been here. Every time I've made the mistake of saying that, let me get a guy's haircut. There's no such thing anymore in the Democrats' world, in the liberal mind, as boy and girl. It doesn't exist, all right? It is no longer. So I say that. I say, let me just get a standard guy's haircut. And every time, whether it's a guy or a girl or an LGBTQ plus HSA person, they say to me, what do you mean by that? A guy's haircut. And I'm like, nah. <laughs> what do you mean? What do I mean? It is a standard. We all know. Listen, my listeners, I think I have a fairly normal audience. You know what I'm talking about. You know it's short and it's square and it's, it's what you want if you're a guy. It's normal. It's the standard guy's haircut. Now, I have to explain to them. I want it short and I go back and forth. And they know. You know, they're not. They act like. It's not a thing, but they know what I'm talking about. They just have to put on this confused look and expression because they don't want to seem misogynistic or sexist or whatever the case may be, whatever you call it these days. And here's the deal, folks. I get it done. They know. They know. They end up doing it because I don't know how to describe it any further than that. They know what I'm going for. You know, they may think, oh, this guy is a real whatever you call it, you know, something degrading because I want a guy's haircut. But I've experienced this countless times. And I don't know what to do about it. I guess I just have to keep searching for a barber until somebody just says, okay, no problem, like any other normal person in America. But yes, I have struggled with that, but the haircuts have come out okay. I haven't gotten anything like a lesbian cut or anything like that yet, so that is good. All right, now, what I want to discuss is, well, first of all, let me say, 
We were supposed to have Gavin Thompson on the episode this this evening, and unfortunately, he could not make it, and things happen. We understand. We don't hate Gavin for it, although a lot of you might. However, we the show must go on, and it will continue, and it will progress regardless. Now, for my final topic here on episode number 15, and thank you all again for joining me for this reunion episode. We are back. It is the 4th of July. It is the three-year anniversary of Day to Day with Ben Lewis. I'm happy as can be. I'm thrilled. I'm on the edge of my seat. I love it. Can't wait to release this to everyone. But listen, in closing, we all know there is a great tragedy approaching Florida. And that is Hurricane Elsa. We are all aware that Florida is susceptible to massive destruction from hurricanes. Now, of course, I say this in jest because I lived in Florida for 20, I believe, 22 years, 21 years, something of the sort, very close. I never once encountered a problem with a hurricane. Maybe, maybe I lost power for a few days. There were some trees knocked down. There was no massive destruction. There are people that go out, they load up on water. The shelves at the supermarkets, empty, empty. You can't find a bottle of water to save your life. Now listen, sandbags, sandbags, people. As if there are floods like the ocean is in your front yard. It's not the case, people. I did this a lot of years. I never prepped. I was never hiding in a bathtub. I never loaded up on water. Here's a fun fact for you. There has never been in the history of Florida, in the history of Florida hurricanes, there has never been a death due to dehydration. First of all, I don't even understand. Isn't it rain? Aren't we able to drink the water falling from the sky? It may not be the first choice, but if things were so desperate, why would you not be able to do this? All right. Listen, I want to tell everybody, all my all my listeners, I understand a lot of you are in Florida. Again, it's a Florida-based podcast because that's where I started it all. I understand. Don't freak out. Stay calm. You're going to be okay. If you lose power for a few days, don't get me wrong. It's miserable. Miserable. Because the weather is so brutally awful and it is so miserably hot that you will feel like you are in an oven in your own home and you need air conditioning let's face it without the invention of air conditioning florida would not contain a single human being nobody would live there nobody would visit there because why would you it is miserable now again hurricane elsa is approaching it's approaching at a rapid rate they always do this if you watch the news right now you see the the uh, meteorologist out there in a raincoat. They've got a fan off camera blowing right at him, so it looks like there's high-velocity winds coming at you. This is all propaganda, people. Don't trust the media with a hurricane, just as you shouldn't with anything else. Now, to my people in Florida, best of luck. I hope you survive this great, destructive hurricane, Elsa. And I know you will. And I know nobody's going to die from dehydration. I know all those sandbags are going to go to waste. I know that there's no need for batteries, okay? But listen, you do you, you panic, you listen to the media, do whatever you got to do, because at the end of the day, you're just going to look like a moron like you do every year. If you know what you're doing, 
Stock up on beer, because if anything, you're going to get a day off of class, you're going to get a day off of work, for no reason, but they're going to give it to you, because again, it's all about this make-believe fantasy that it is going to wreck the state, and believe me, I hate Florida, I kind of wish it would level the state, but... With that being said, stay calm, stay safe, people. I want to thank everybody for coming in on day-to-day episode number 15, the three-year anniversary episode. God bless you all, and good night.